Hello. Welcome back to another Red Jackson podcast with me, Fraser. Me, Charlie. Me, Rick. And me, Sir Hat. Me, 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 me. Oh, yeah. No, no horns. No buttons. <laughs> uh, I have to add on that little bass salt, you know what I'm saying? On top of that little bit, you know, all the sound effects. That's, that's what the fans want, guys. That's what the fans <laughs> want from me. That's, that's, I've checked the stats. That's when they sign off for the video. <laughs> Right Every single time you tune in, <laughs> just for the intro, <laughs> and that. that's because they get what they need from the podcast. They're like, "Ah, oh, I've got my oh. weekly dose of Sirhan. Oh, I can man. now get on with a happier life." That's all so it takes. Actually, yeah, it's all it's all backfired on you, Fraser. Oh, that makes sense. You, makes sense. Damn. Yeah, son. <laughs> I'm gonna do a whole advert like that one point. Just be going, yeah, oh yeah, all right." Get your Sirhan starter pack. He's so hair, not included. DLC. What? Yeah. <laughs> I just heard that. <laughs> All right. Well, today we're going to be talking about Loki season two. Now that it's mm. finished, as well as, you know, updating ourselves on what's happening with Marvel and where we're at at the moment. So we've all we're all up to date, right? We all managed to catch up. All no, up to date with Loki, yeah. Not at all. All right, kick Sohan. <laughs> kick him. No, just, no, just, just carry on. Ru- ruin him completely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, spoiler alert. I can't believe Loki happened. dies. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> all right, I've got a little, um, a little list episode here. Episode list, sorry. Just so. Cool. First it's up. too fresh for me. What did you guys think of... Uh, Loki season two and also Loki season one. I don't think we really we didn't expand upon it in our last podcast. We kind of just glossed over uh, a couple of the series. Did we? Um, I f- yeah, I think so. We we spoke about a couple, <laughs> uh, but we didn't really delve into it because we was talking about like the MCU up to Endgame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, a little bit of post Endgame um, uh, films. But yeah, what did you guys? What do you guys think of of Loki? season one I didn't it was okay I felt like the whole of season one was kind of just Marvel's way of saying hey we're introducing a multiverse and this is kind of what kicks it off I felt like the whole season one of Loki was just for Marvel to establish we're now making a multiverse and we've got different timelines and this is what it is Mm -hmm. that's kind of what it felt like to me but um, season two, I really, really liked. I, I preferred it a lot more to season one. I felt like it was a lot more rounded. It was a lot more entertaining as like a series to watch. There was a lot more things going mm-hmm. on to try and figure out. Um, yeah, for me, I preferred season two over one. But as the show in general, I think it's it's done really, really well, man. It started off good, but then it mm-hmm. just got stronger. Great, yeah. yeah. That's fair. What about you, um, Charlie? Um, I think season yeah, I think season one the the main pulling point was the the TVA the the, the setting of it all and having mm-hmm. a random character that we know thrown into that setting um, and it did have a good story you know it kind of grew to the whole he who remains thing which I think was really really cool um, mm-hmm. but yeah mostly what Rikesh said just kind of opening that multiverse um, ready for like Doctor Strange and everything but this season I feel like the TVA was not the main character anymore it was like they actually had 
really good characters coming in. Like I really liked yeah. Victor Timely, the old version of like the uh, old timey version of him. Um, what's his name? Uh, Ouroboros really loved him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this season was standout yeah. and, and it yeah. had a really good arc and everything. Really cool. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I would. I, I completely agree. I think for when, when season one came out, it was, it was that Marvel TV show sweet spot. Cause it was like, WandaVision, Loki, and What If. There were the three like, oh, wow, where could this go? And then after that, for me, the TV shows have kind of, well, eh, look, we've touched upon it. If you want to know our really big opinions of MCU, go touch our, on our first uh, body of it. But we've all kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, like, um, I don't know, that excitement's kind of just decreased, with mm. time, right? Like, especially for me. So this show is a weird one because the first season was at a time where anything that kind of came out was super hyped. It was off off the back of Endgame, where we're going to kind of go. It, it wasn't souring at this point. And then everything else has kind of got to that point. So season two was a weird experiment for me. Season two wasn't that same, like, that MCU hype of, oh, my God, I have to see this. It was more like, eh, I will give it a chance. Like I did with, like, Secret Wars. And I'll be honest with you, two, three, I'm probably about halfway in. I just got bored. Mm. Like, oh, so it wasn't invasion. a... Mm, Secret Invasion, sorry. Yeah, like, I just got like, I just don't feel a need to watch it and I'm just watching it for the sake of it. Whereas I started off low-key a little bit like that with that sourness of uh, season two. Yeah, you know, I do enjoy it. I do like Tom Hiddleston. It's like watching an Iron Man movie, but only for Tony Stark and the story and the film doesn't do anything for you. Mm. But yeah, this, I, I think you're all right. Like season one was the poster child of look what we can do as Marvel TV shows. Look at the multiverse stuff. And I did enjoy a lot of what it did. But season two was very character driven. Like what, yeah. I watched the end, the last episode, not even two, three hours ago. So it's really fresh. I haven't settled with it yet. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I really, I watched it. And I was like, you know what? If this wasn't Marvel, if this wasn't about gods, if this wasn't about Loki, just these actors and these characters really fucking enjoyed it i think they've done really really well really uh really well written as a character driven storyline and they're not trying to capitalize just off of season one they really did do their own story arc um so yeah i've really liked it i think it's yeah strength to strength yeah yeah um i i agree with you there i i feel like personally i enjoyed season one a bit more than season two and yeah. I feel like when when they first came out with these series, so obviously, like you said, we had Wonder Vision, we had Falcon and Winter Soldier, we had Loki, and they mm-hmm. chucked them all at us. And Loki was like the the big hitter. And then obviously, we know what happened after that. We got we got bombarded with with streaming series, so it burned out really quickly, right? And um, <clears throat> I feel like with Loki, it's kind of it's it's a really good show like i feel like season one could have been better as well but season two it just feels like it's just continuing that story um Mm -hmm. just for the sake of continuing the universe in a way like it develops loki as a character but Mm -hmm. in the six episodes that we got like you could really summarize it like really quickly like a lot of it just feels kind of like fillery to me like they don't yeah. they don't go to many places which is one of the gripes i had with season one as well because because it was like introducing the multiverse and we didn't really go to many different p- 
places we did just sort of get introduced to tva and that environment and what that was all about and then season two was uh, again about victor timely and what to do post tva and yeah, yeah i i feel like it was kind of like padded out a bit up until the last episode which i really enjoyed um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but again like we watched it for the for the characters who did like incredibly well like obi and 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 loki and um morph morph I'm gonna say Morpheus. Mobius. Mobius, yeah. <laughs> Morpheus, Morpheus was in it. Oh my god. <laughs> it would fit. Yeah, um, yeah. it would. But, I, I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you. I think the first couple of episodes, maybe the first three to four, was this kind of exploration of this you know, multiverse-ish. It's almost almost done a bit like a Doctor Strange multiverse of madness, where it's like the inclination, the idea of it's there, but they don't they only go to like one time period or mm-hmm. one other location outside of it. And then the last, the main storyline of this is, you know, the loom is going to break down. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? What's the consequences? What's, what's happening a little bit before, during, and after? And Loki's resolution in these last two, two and a half episodes, which I think that's what really wrapped it up for me nicely. But... Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I do see where you're coming from. I, I do see where you're coming from, Grace. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I kind, I kind of see where you're coming from. Like, I do sort of agree. Like, I do wish that we saw more of the actual variants, more of the actual, yeah, different branches of the timelines, and seeing what is going on in each different timeline and how it's different to the main sacred timeline. I, I wish they did spend a bit more time branching into that. Because it was a mm. it was a really great episode in season one where he went to that void and there was all those Lokis. Yeah. Like yeah, that was yeah. really cool to see them all interact together and everything that they could do. And all the, the natural disasters and stuff that they went to, like the Pompeii mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. That yeah, was like whenever it come up with like Pompeii, you know, oh, sixteen yeah. or whatever the date was, I don't fucking know. But yeah, whenever it came up with like a date and yeah, location, it was always like, Ooh, where are they? Like but they didn't do any of that this season. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, you got like weird little scenes where you got different timelines, but they weren't variant timelines. It was all kind of the same sort of thing. There wasn't a lot of difference going around. It's just different locations. One was like the McDonald's. One was like Alcatraz that they went to, but they, they weren't mm-hmm. different, different enough for it to be like, oh, this is a different timeline. Yeah, you to really soak yeah. it in. It all just kind of felt the same sort of universe. It's Which like I would could, have liked to see them expand yeah. on. Like comparing to what if, where each story is like yeah. completely different saying. Yeah. Completely yeah. different way things could have turned out. <clears throat> that would yeah. be cool. Do you know what? I would much rather there was less multiverse stuff and more mm. character stuff than them going, there's less character development, but look at this, look at this, and look at this. And I would have been like, this is just the same bullshit. Like they're relying on it. And to my understanding, like first of all, I didn't watch Ant Man and, and the Quantum Realm sort of thing, right? So, what was the whole thing with Kang and his various? There was loads of him there. Like, what was what 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 so, was the message that you got from that film with Kang in it? So, one thing about that film as well, because uh, they mention it in the last episode, don't they? What happened? Um, that film does kind of take place after or like during the final parts of this season that we just watched. Okay. So okay. supposedly after you know the, the multiverse breaks out, mm-hmm. he ends up in the quantum realm. Um what's her face? 
helps him to he's got like a time chair or some shit he uses quantum energy to power okay and um the wasp's mother helps helps yep. him put that together so at the beginning of the film um ant-man's daughter has a machine that goes wrong and then they all get transported into the quantum realm um oh. and they find yeah. kang there he's he's taken over and it sort of goes from there really so is is the Kang in that film he who remains in this show? That direct No, no he was just another just Kang variant. variant. Yeah. Just yeah, another Kang he was, variant. Okay. They mentioned it in the, the final episode. They said the six one six adjacent realm, yeah. which is a reference yeah. to that realm. Six one six adjacent, they call it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was gonna ask you guys about that because they were like, Yeah, but they've sorted it. I'm like, who's they? I'm like, Oh, <laughs> this is an Easter egg for yeah. that film. Yes, yeah. yeah. Cool, yeah. cool, cool, I completely cool. Okay. forgot that, that film even sense. happened because it was so, so bad. shit. It was <laughs> yeah. so bad. I was like, "What are you talking about with the time yeah. chair?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah, okay." You I watched it, mate. Was... I went cinema for it, dude. It was awful. <laughs> oh man, waste yeah. of money. But that's Best what I'm like, trying to come to with these sort of these films in this season. To my understanding, this season is a lot of damage control, right? Because the guy who's going to play Kang is now being let go by Marvel. The King Kang Dynasty is possibly being let go or changed. So it's like mm-hmm. this season... Oh, is that official, is it? Uh-huh. To my knowledge, to my knowledge, I'll double check it yeah. now. It is oh, definitely yeah. going around everywhere that they, this, it, all the headlines are saying that Marvel's moving away from the Kang storyline. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. That kind of sucks. He was really... I mean, obviously, if he's done some... Bad stuff. I haven't caught up with it, but yeah, that sucks. As an actor, he's great. Mm-hmm. Oh he yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I, I enjoy this character. He deserves his fair trial, but obviously, as a company, Disney Marvel don't want to be associated. No, Disney as well. You know. You've got to be very yeah. careful. Even if it all comes out to be ball, uh, mm-hmm. they will disassociate. So that's what I'm saying. Like this season was serious damage control. And I think mm-hmm. this is why we get the ending that we get. Yeah, I was going to say, is that do you reckon why they've done that? That Loki is now like the timekeeper, so that he could just eradicate every single uh, Kang that ever comes into existence. Well, just prune them. From what I understood, I no, with the comment in the TVA at the end when they said, oh, 616, they've sorted it. I'm like, okay, so maybe the TVA's job now is, apart from maintaining the timelines, is keeping an eye on each Kang variant. Because even yeah. the timely one, when it shows him as a kid again, the book's not dropped in yeah. his space. So it's like they're trying to... They're kind of writing them... Yeah, they're retconning. Literally like, retconning. No, Good point. Though. We're yes. not going to create a Kangs anywhere, and we can kind of dismiss this character, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. And there's rumors that it's gonna be with X Men coming in next. Oh, what's his name? The no, it's not like Fantastic Four. Doctor Doom's apparently gonna be the next mm-hmm. big bad. Apparently, yeah, ex- exciting stuff. Yeah. They might move towards doing uh, Avengers versus X Men or X Men versus Avengers, whatever round, way round that is. Yeah, would be exciting if cool. it was the Avengers that we like. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, but. There's there's whispers <laughs> that they want to apparently try to bring back the OG cast of the Avengers, which I really hope they don't. They'll probably even, do it for Secret leave, Wars, to die. be fair. No, let it die, man. I, th- I think Secret Wars it. is going to be that little, um, you know, nod to everyone. It's going to be that fan, fan pleaser kind of film mm. where they just get where they're able to get everyone back as well as Hugh Jackman and Toby Maguire and mm-hmm. maybe yeah, the Ryan would... Reynolds 
That would be pretty sick. See, you're you're that would be changing. Sick. Yeah, but that would be just sick. Gonna, it would be. Can sick. they get the writers in to do it? And like, if if it says job written by John Favreau, mm -hmm. oh my god, I'll be there. It'll be like, okay, brilliant. Yeah. This is going to be a great. This is going to be a great movie. Another, if it's written by like random. <laughs> another, Sorry, another indicator is that um, the writer and the director for uh, Kang Dynasty have have all have both walked away. Oh, so that right. that has actually happened, and it was the same director who did Quantumania. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah to be <laughs> so we might have dodged a bullet. To be fair, yeah, mm. yeah. interesting. Look, but, man, yeah. I would much rather have substance over flash. Absolutely, like, absolutely. The Spider-Man film with all the, uh, with the obviously other Spider-Man that we had, that was a nice balance. There was a bit of flash and Easter eggs and little nods, but. There's a lot you of know, fan service was... for that film. And they only came in towards the end of the film as well. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. first half was a seriously Marvel film. It was very Marvelish. The second half became a Spider-Man film. And I like that balance. It, it, it was a good balance. But, but um... it, it justified why they were there. Yes. Which is what I yes. appreciate. Yes. Yeah. Well, they weren't just there <laughs> for the sake of, oh, look, we have all the Spider-Man. Come watch our movie. It was like they had a, a, genuine, a genuine reason why they yeah. were there and it was justified and it made they sense and they added that the lesson. story yeah like all, all three peter parkers doing their this peter parker science stuff in the lab that was just nice to see like all three of them just doing peter parker stuff yeah it's weird yeah. but it made sense and it was cool to see even though it was fan service it was justified which is what i prefer it to be rather than like you said just flashy just for the sake of it being flashy just chuck them in otherwise there. It, yeah it did have a bit of that though I mean, some of it was like story plot as well. Like, oh yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah, love, yeah. I love that film. But yeah. like, Electro didn't know Peter Parker's name, so therefore he should yeah. never have been there. <laughs> Little things like that, like, yeah. kind of make you go, eh, all right. But still, it, it was it a great can, film. It can, it can have a bit of both, but without digressing too much. I know this is Marvel-ish, but yeah, Loki. Back, back to Loki. Yeah, why don't Loki. we touch back on Loki? Back? What's like yeah. your like biggest takeaway moments, like from the show? Like, is there like any big standout moments? So I know there's one for me. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of good character moments, man. There's a lot in this. The Renslayer and uh, Miss Time, or whatever her name is. Miss um, Minutes. Miss Minutes. Them crushing that fucking group of um, oh, yeah. oh, that box. So up. dark. That's so dark. dark. She was just I mean, smiling. I know we didn't see it. Yeah, Miss... So and everything oh, was yeah, loving she's... it she was like oh can we do this more often it was crazy yeah that was dark for the MCU or just for anything Marvel yeah she cool. fell in love with him she fell in love with him right she Miss Minutes fell in love with he who remains yeah That's yeah but I mean the, the, the squash no no I know I know <laughs> but I'm saying that she just kind of had that warp like motivation justified it with love yeah <laughs> no, no, I'm not justifying it I'm not justifying it I'm just adding... she wants it's fine <laughs> She's in love, guys. That's, that's such a oh, that's like from a horror film. Like that's yeah. such a crazy way to go out. They yeah. would have all become one before they eventually became oh, liquid. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, it's actually yeah. horrific. Oh. Yeah, that moment really stood out, mate. It gave me chills when I watched it. Yeah, like, really oh. freaked me out. Yeah, I was like, did that just happen? Did that actually mm. just happen? And what's his face was there? Uh, he had to Brad. watch it as well. Yeah, Brad, yeah. Brad made me laugh. X5. Five, <laughs> fucking Brad. <laughs> it was such a weird pointless character. I forgot who he was. I was like, who is this guy? He, he was wasn't in the first there. season, was he? He might have I think been, he, but was. he had a different shape. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, 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 he had a different look. 
when he first came in and was like, so that jet ski Mobius ever been tempted or whatever the fuck he said, I was like, ugh, why are they going to try and bring in someone like, oh yeah, he was here all f- last season. <laughs> and, then, and then Mobius is like, yeah, you know, sorry, X5. Like, He's not part of this. Remember... We've never seen this guy. <laughs> yeah, I Do you remember know. in... in... Community when Jack Black comes in for that episode and they keep like really badly copying and pasting <laughs> yeah. him into previous. I thought that's what it would be rad. It's just Mobius like eating a cake, talking about a jet skin. He's just like in the background, like, yeah, you're, you're yeah. so good, you're so right. <laughs> Gonna oh, watch man. season one again. Weird character. Um, yeah, aside probably... from that, um, yeah. I'd probably go with like during that last episode when he was like. How how long is it going to take me to learn everything in this book? And Obi was uh, like centuries, and it's like centuries later. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I, I didn't like that. that. I didn't like oh. that. I really I didn't like that jump of centuries later because I'm like, yeah, how far back in time did you go to have centuries, or did you have to have like a day with um, um, Obi and then go back and 24 hours again and then go like I kind of wish they just gave even like a little snapshot of what the. I of how that exactly. how that works yeah it, it yeah. didn't matter for the story but i was a bit like oh that'd have, have been cool i'd have enjoyed that mm-hmm. him his education but like he, yeah. he probably not, would have yeah, done I that guess, millions of times yeah. yeah in the story like he had how long until the actual loom was about to blow so he didn't have that much time i guess oh. it, oh. aside from the fact that you know he can now control time which is which is what kind of threw me off a little bit like he's time slipping okay fair fine and then he went back to Obi's actual timeline where he's a writer. And he was like, yeah, you know, you can <laughs> yeah. learn to control it. And yeah. he was like, oh, okay. And he just eventually learned to control it. I was like, is Loki just literally a time traveler now? Can he do what he wants, yeah. when he wants, whenever he wants? I was like, mm-hmm. please don't tell me you're going to leave it like that. I'm so I glad they he... didn't, but... I think he can go whenever he wants, but not necessarily wherever he wants. He can only time travel and space. He could go no, wherever he could go wherever he is. Yeah, wh- wherever he has. Oh, been. that's it. Yeah. In that regard, so he he has to re go into a body of his own at that time, so he can't go to another universe that no, he's never visited. That's not true because right? we he he no. went back in time. So before he had mastered time slipping, he was in he was like duplicating himself in the same in different realities yeah, yeah, in it? the room yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Proved himself and stuff like that like because like yeah he, he he catches his own attention as well at one point because he like yes. disappears yeah. and he's like yeah. oh what the hell was that but then as he learns to control it he can conscient like conscience jump so yeah. like he puts yeah, his consciousness yeah, 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 yeah. that body but i think he can duplicate yeah, no, himself as well he probably could yeah there was more than one duplication because he he prunes himself in like episode one or two as well mm. so all right i I think the last episode had the best bits for me. And I think yeah. Tom Hiddleston fucking smashed it. Like, he genuinely made me feel emotional, I believe, his motivation. I'm going to mention two bits, right? Two bits that I... I really pick one, one, pick was... one, pick one, pick one, pick one. We're running no, low on you're, time. You're, you're, pick two, you're, pick one. You're gonna, <laughs> How pick low one. Are, we on, are we on time? Shut up, shut up, Rikesh. Four minutes. No. One is Loki's motivation. I can't remember who's asked. I think it's Sylvian. Is like, I want to just save my friends. I want my friends. And I really appreciated that character moment for Loki as a person like you've I kind of my mind done the MCU thing of like whoa I, I I know what you've been through and I know what you're going through and I'm like yeah you just want these this is your new family now forget Thor forget all that bullshit and all the mum and dad stuff like this is your, where you where you feel like you belong and the TVA is the home to this and I really 
enjoyed that. And from that moment, he said, I'm doing this for my friends. I believed every action he took. I understood. I, I was, it was believable that he would do this millions of times just to find mm-hmm. a way. Yeah, I guess. I mean, in the first season, how much like I know time passes differently in the TVA, but how much time actually would have technically passed in his mind while he was there? Because, I mean, as much as they do become friendly, like, you know, when he says friends, I mean, he essentially just means Mobius because he's like the only other person who actually had a whole journey with him. And maybe Sylvie, I guess. But like he only just met Ouroboros like this season. I think yeah. he spends more time with them than what we think. And I think Loki's always looked for a place to belong. Like, even if it's a new gang, he knows who he is in that gang. Mm. If that makes sense. You're right. Like, we don't really see too much deep love moments. Yeah, interactions. Like, he falls in love with Sylvie sort of in season one. Mobius is his best friend. He brings him round. But the rest is, like, very new. Yeah. But I still but, believed it, though. I still believed Loki's need for that attachment with these people. I would also get Ouroboros as well. He spent a lot of time with him, didn't he? Because he went back in time and they built the thing together. So, yeah, that would also make sense. And I, and I do want to give out a shout. He's a great character, though. He is a, a great character, Ouroboros, oh, for, for this show. So, so good. He's the, he's the original gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> he's the original. He's the original kid from... Um, Indiana Jones. Raiders. Indiana yeah. Jones, yeah. Yeah, short round. round. But a big shout out to B15 as well. I did like her acting. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, she sold the whole squashing scene thing when she walks squashing in after scene. in the aftermath. Yeah. Just uh-huh. like, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. She, she did just that. grow up I on the spot. Her. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting that. I didn't overly take on board Renslayer. Like, even her ending and her yeah. motivations and her, I like, didn't yeah. quite mesh with it- me. Like, no, yeah, this season no, Renslayer kind of flopped. Her and Miss Minutes, the whole kind of d- dynamic that they had and the impact on the story was kind of like, what are you actually doing again? What what is yeah. what is mm-hmm. the motivation here? It was like, okay, it seems you're just like doing they... this thing to progress the story. All right, yeah. fine. It's, it and seemed it like they off. should have been off after the same thing, right? You'd think, right? But it was kind of like you know, say two words to each other, maybe you could work together, but. Instead, they're running around like eighteen ninety, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. She was just a person scorned. Like Miss Minutes was manipulating her a little bit. We got to do this. This is the fail save. Oh, um, he who remains, you know, you led the war, and then he betrays you and swipes your memory. So it was like it wasn't anything to do with like the big picture. She was more like fuck you, fuck all of you guys. I still just didn't yeah, fuck everything. She wasn't the big bad I wanted her to be, and she wasn't. A, she wasn't a good guy at the end either. I'm like, what? Are you? Yeah, it's a bit weird. What was your? Art? She was in the, she was in the void at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. Where the creature is that that guards. Elio. Uh, that was the Elias. implication. Yeah. How did she get there? I actually can't she got remember. Pruned. She got pruned. By who? In the, right. in the meeting room. She got pruned by uh, Brad being controlled Expired. by Sylvie. Yes. Oh yeah. uh, yes. Good she got pruned by Bradley. Yeah. By being controlled Bradley. by Sylvie. Yeah. That's why she ended up where she was, and I, I guess she's just going to stay there, but she'll probably get out because she did not seem very scared of the whole Alive cloud monster thing. So I'm guessing she'll be back in the next season and be more pissed off than she was in this season. Yeah, but, she didn't really get a season, did she? She was very... She was just kind of there. Yeah. yeah. 
they needed they needed adversity. They needed someone to be on the other side, and I think that's who. Like the end of season one, I loved their ending. Like, wh- where are you going? Like, going to get my freedom or free will? And I was like, oh shit, what does that mean? Eh, mm. Didn't really mean much in the end. Yeah. <laughs> meant nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna go get my love back. Is what that meant. Yeah, didn't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, I did, did like the that? dynamic between the two of them. Like, kind of having this civil rivalry to be like, <laughs> right, well, we can work together, but we hate each other. I kind of like that yeah. because they're both in love with him. And I like that Miss Minutes is also in love with him because it would make sense. He's like, you know, probably the only person that can actually give her a run for her money and knows more than her. So, yeah, I don't know. I think they could have just... I, I, I reckon they've deleted some of that. I reckon some of that shit got cut. Probably. There must have been a bigger storyline yeah. going. Probably. probably. I think one big standout moment for me from season two was like the episode before the last episode. When um they bring yeah. Victor back into the room and they were all like, okay, but we got to do this, we got to yeah, do this, we yeah. got to get to the end of the yeah. gameplay. There's all this build up and they're like, oh, my face, they're gonna do it, they're gonna do it, and you think it's gonna be like a classic Marvel thing. He's gonna run to the end of the gangway and everything's gonna be saved. He opens the door and he just gets dusted, and it's just like, what? What, <laughs> what does that mean? Like, yeah. What, what what happened is like oh they actually they actually fucked up the mission they they didn't do it and then the timeline the whole loom explodes and you see them like actually lose which is not something we see a lot in Marvel films and I like seeing like the adverse thing to what you think is going to happen it's a superhero yeah. kind of thing you think oh they're always going to win it it's going to be a good thing whatever whatever they completely turned it on its head and were like nope you yeah. know they flopped it and we got to yeah. find a whole new thing to figure it out I think that was yeah. like. That was one of my big standout moments for the season. That was a, that was a good moment. That was that was a good, good moment. That yeah, ending for the episode was good, man. Yeah, waiting a week after that was a little bit Infinity War vibe. You know, almost reverse. Yeah. The big bad guy that we know to be the big bad guy in this got dusted and it caused yeah. something great. Instead of clicking and dusting people, yeah, it's kind of reverse, yeah, yeah. but it's true because Loki just kind of turns to everyone else, and then the loom explodes, and then it just goes that, silent. That white light on his face, yeah, 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 and then it just that was, credits. That was... <laughs> I enjoyed not just the failure, but the introduction of a new problem because it was like, okay, Sylvie kills he who remains. There's branching timelines now and variants, all that. Okay, cool. Then the TVA goes for all their bullshit, you know, uh, Loki's time slipping. And then it kind of transforms into like the problem, the main problem being like the loom. The loom is the issue now. And like you said, you know, you're, you're leading to that moment. Yep, they're going to do the loom. He fucking like dusts away. And you're like, okay, now what does that mean? And then everyone's on their actual timeline where they're supposed to be. And now it's about Loki chasing up on all these people. He's trying to get them together. And that's where Sylvie kind of puts him in this place of like, look, we're both a bit selfish in this, but you're just doing this to have friends and people that you want. If they're happy, yeah. leave them alone. And things are just dusting in the background. And then obviously yeah. Sylvie's like on that LP mode and everything just happens. And you mm-hmm. still don't understand why that's happening. And that's the he who remains fail safe. And then there's that issue. And it's just like, oh, L- Loki's... Uh, what's the word like? Not, I guess, just like his conundrum of choice in the last episode. I really fucking enjoyed that. Mm. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. There was no winning, and he spoke to he who remains. I uh, really enjoyed that callback. He spoke to Sylvie. <laughs> he spoke to Mobius, and was like, everyone's giving him valid reasons for different choices. Yeah, yeah, and then the the ultimate choice he he actually makes. 
that that ending yeah. was pretty yeah. cool Brilliant. like just him taking Brilliant. it all on himself yeah do you know what? i feel like that's a really Using marvel way to um immortalize a character yeah like because it's a very comic book thing isn't it when someone gets into that kind of role of power as an overseer of everything it's like you know now that like tom holland's spider-man at some point could like go to them like go to that loki to like you know plea to him or something like that you know what i mean like he's now a god that yeah. people can go to mm. if they you know if they ever want to open that story back up yes i i like that idea i'm glad he had a good send-off like that it was awesome so what does it mean what does that mean for the mcu what does that mean for tom hiddleston and loki like what's the big picture here what what you guys what did you guys interpret from this ending because this is the biggest part of the show i think loki is now like the the protector of the multiverse basically his whole deal was to give everyone a chance even though Kang variants are supposedly going to be all about um, he didn't want to settle for <laughs> just having the sacred timeline he wanted everyone to be able to live choice and have the choice yeah mm-hmm. so I think that it basically just places him there as a protector I think and yeah po- possibly if shit hits the fan then he'll come back out mm. Okay. It's kind of weird for them to take him out, but for them to put him there after doing all this and holding all of the branches and everything and like creating the, the Yidrasil, the world tree and everything. Yeah. For them to just like pull him back out of it to be like, yeah, you know, you can still do normal Loki stuff on the side. I don't think they can now, surely. If he's holding every like even like his his costume and everything with like cape was they literally only if, if worse awesome. came to worse like literally like awesome. if it's gonna get to like look. secret wars then <laughs> maybe he'll he'll be needed but otherwise well, there's... Mm. unless he kind of goes into what's the guy from what if the god that sees the everything the watcher the watcher, the watcher. Like, mm-hmm. he could interact with the watcher mm. um there's multiple timelines, so that means there's variants of Loki now mm, that they yeah. could they could rely on. But I, I'm I just mean in the sense of what do you guys think of it in a narrative? A bit no 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 the narrative. I loved it as a narrative choice. I loved it for his character. I think mm-hmm. you know it, it, the the imagery was beautiful when he goes and yeah. sits on he who remains his throne, and he's wrapped around everything. Like I loved it, but yeah. Because I know there's damage control in this and there is a business behind this. I'm like, what's the business choice here? Are you uh-huh. hanging on to this character to bring him back when you need him? Is this a way of a soft goodbye, but not killing him off? Because he can't really move away too much. Like, what do you think the business side of this is? Well, there's no season three confirmed. So... Yeah. Well, they're not. It's about to church. <laughs> no. I think um, it'd be a mistake to make season three, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, I, I think he's best left as an immortalized character, ending off his journey. Like yeah, he got his I throne. Agree. You know, it's all glorious purpose and all that shit. It's yeah. good. Oh. It's good arc for him. It's a really, really yeah. good arc. Like, personally, I think if they leave him where he is as like the protector of the timelines and everything on his throne, he kind of gets a nice rounded ending. He still watch over things as kind of like the Watcher. But um, mm-hmm. I think they should leave him where he is. He had a a great send off, and Loki should stay. Well, that version of Loki that we know anyway should stay where he is now. Yeah, and that where he is, yeah. It mm-hmm. done. Yeah, I think that's I was, the best um, way to do it. 
the imagery that I had was remember Rick in 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 God of War one when you first meet Mimir and he's just a guy like the trees kind of grown around him and he's just a movie that's all he can move is his head. I thought that's just what I yeah. thought was going to happen. He was just over time he's just going to wrap around. I would love he's it if they done like um, cool. if they done like I know this wouldn't necessarily work for the law but like an older Loki almost like you know when you get like. An, an older Thor in the comics and he's like lost an eye and he's grey and he's extra powerful. I would love an, an old super Loki mm-hmm. one day. Like I think that would be fucking cool just to see Tom Hiddleston grow. Like he's going to age gracefully. He's a beautiful yeah. man. But... I mean, I was going to say Thor is probably the the biggest clue to how we're going to see Loki next. If, if they'd make another Thor film, which after the last one, I don't know if it's, Gonna happen, but I do feel like Thor needs to end his arc as well. (laughs) He just started a new one essentially at the end of Love and Thunder. He's got a daughter, so we're probably gonna see a bit more of him, which means Loki is kind of always still in the mix. You know, there could be a moment. Well, Thor have a daughter now, yeah. He has, um, he has, he has, um, who were. That grey guy's daughter. Christian Bale. Christian yeah, Bale's Batman. daughter. He takes on her. Ah, <laughs> huh. okay. I, I, that's how and that, much attention that, I paid to Love and Thunder. That is Chris Hemsworth's actual daughter. Oh, in that okay. Last I didn't know That's that. his real life daughter. I don't know if she'll stay on in the MCU. I don't know, man. That so, we, I loved this show. Not because of the MCU. Not because of what it meant. I loved just watching this as a character narrative. I, I I would before we even touch on Marvels, I would give this like I would say about an eight and a half out of ten. But some of the best stuff I've seen in Marvel in a while though. Mm. Yeah, I I think I'd probably give it an eight eight out of ten. I really, really enjoyed it. Definitely got rewatchability to it, but there's so many great shows at the minute now, I think I've got to stop being so generous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I like try. If you're going to compare it to like the other shows, then the score is going to go up. Mm. But I think, in terms of my actual enjoyment of the show, like I only really got into like the last two episodes, I'd say. Yeah, I'll probably give yeah. it like a, yeah. a, a seven out of ten to be fair. Mm. I'm, 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 I'm leaning more towards an eight at a push. I think eight is a solid. It was good for the first couple of episodes. It, was, it did feel like a little bit groundwork. It was just a lot of backstory and laying things down. Mm-hmm. But um, the last two, three episodes, I think, was where everything kind of came together. But yeah, I think an eight is, is where I'm sitting with it. It's a good show. It's not the best Marvel show that they've ever made. But um, it's definitely really? a, they had a very good ending for. Yeah. Hey, everyone. We're just taking a moment here to let you know some more details about the podcast and the direction we're going. We wanted to let you know that we now have a Gmail account, and we would love to hear from you, connect to you, and get to know you all just a little bit better. So if you have any questions or comments that you might have, please don't hesitate and get in contact with us at rjopoddy at gmail.com. That's rjopoddy at gmail.com. That's right, Rikesh. Another way to get closer to the potty is our amazing but highly under-advertised Instagram page where you can find a collection of our funny and silly ads with visuals for your entertainment, as well as updates on the potty through our Instagram story, and where naturally you can also message us there as well. Find us at Red Jacks on Podcast on Instagram, and we hope you enjoy. 
Lastly, we are having plans of developing the podcast, extending outside of our hobbies and getting closer to our own individual passions. For me, being a trained therapist, my passion as well as profession is to help people, connect to people and share any tools and techniques that may be helpful to yourselves. And so, to bring the podcast and therapy world that little bit closer, I'm I'm planning on creating an additional Agony Uncle-style podcast to the Red Jackson family, where you can send us any mild to moderate issues and challenges you or someone you know may need any advice or guidance on, where myself, as well as the boys, and any special guests can help and advise you and delve deeper into the therapy world. So please, message us on rjopoddy at gmail.com as mentioned above, and let's begin. If, however, you find yourself or someone you know in need of more specific, dedicated, one-to-one long-term help, then please contact me directly at sirhanavctherapy at gmail.com. That is S-E-R-H-A-N for November, A-V-C-I, therapy at gmail.com. Or find me on the counselling directory around the Sirhan Avsi as mentioned. I hope to help, I hope to guide, and I hope to empower you all. Please find all the relevant details in the description below. I hope you enjoyed and possibly found a new way to get involved and for all of us to connect further. And now we've taken enough of your time. Back to this amazing episode of Red Jackson. No, yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, a... What would you say is the best one? The best side Marvel show. Yeah, like it's just yeah, Disney, TV Disney show. Plus show. I really enjoyed Hawkeye. No. Really? I didn't, yeah. I didn't I like so I got so bored. It was alright. It was alright. Okay. I didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. I got halfway and I was like, nope, I'm still bored. <laughs> Fair enough. I think it's because it was quite like grounded, but not in as boring of a way as uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that was also kind of a bit of a trend. It was a bit monotone. Mm. I think yeah, Falcon and moment... Winter Soldier was just, it got too much of it was cut because of yeah. COVID. Yeah. It got, yeah. Um, it got kind of done over. It would have been really, really good. But... I think so. Oh, okay. So, are we talking about like Disney stuff, or are we including like the? You want to include the Netflix Daredevil stuff? and Punisher? Yeah, all that. Okay, yeah. Stuff. Today it's I... going to be Daredevil. <laughs> it's going to be Daredevil. Daredevil, Daredevil Punisher, yeah. or Punisher. Yeah. That corridor scene Fucking alone, amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think that those shows worked for the time. If you brought them out now, I would still enjoy it, but maybe not as much as it was at the time because it was something. It was a new take. Yeah, the only Disney Plus shows that I've enjoyed, like just the Disney Plus, the whole Disney realm of it, is probably Loki, WandaVision, What If, and quite surprisingly, Moon Knight. Moon Knight, was, definitely, yeah. Moon Knight, Moon Knight was, was took good. me off guard. I think you know good. what I like the multiverse stuff, but in What If, and I know we're going to touch on the new trailer as well. But I like, I'm like, I wish they just kept the What If, uh, the multiverse stuff predominantly into animated stuff. I don't need to see everything live action. Yeah, Do you know what? Yeah. I love animation. Yeah, so I'm saying Marvel have just got too much money now, man. For like Loki, literally started off. That's Marvel's way of saying we're building a multiverse and you're going to get different multiverse stories going forward. <laughs> and they've just got so much money, they just expanded on it with season two. It was a good season two, but I, I'm the same as you. I much prefer to see like these different multiverse variants in What If, in like animation style, insane yeah. fucking crazy scenarios, team-ups and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. much rather see But then every movies. now and then, you do get a Spider-Verse or a No Way Home or a 
you know yeah. there are there are mm-hmm. like exceptions where it's like oh that did really put it off well so but i think but i think i mean that's obviously the key, into versus animation yeah that's no but that's the key it's that's a every different once, level every once in a while and that's what yeah. it is i don't think anyone is disliking marvel it's the oversaturation that is mm-hmm. just you know i i love apple crumble if i eat the whole thing i'm gonna feel sick i just want a slice at a time so it's that it's that element yeah so i love it chucked doing. in the ass yeah, like yeah. When I was watching like uh, the Miss Marvel reactions and reviews, everyone I watched was like, apart from they didn't like the film and it's not really doing very well, is please stop. Marvel, please take a break. Please just fucking take your foot off the pedal for a year or two. Let us miss you. And I would yeah. love to go back to the cinema with that excitement, man. Yeah. Well, I think that leads nicely into like, you know, like the future of Marvel at the moment and how it's all going because even um, the new Captain America film has been pushed back a year. Um oh. the only the only film we're going to be getting next year is Deadpool. That's a good one. Yes. Though. That was yeah, I'm looking for that was slightly delayed because of the writers and actors strikes. Yeah. I know that uh Blade has completely gone off the rails like there's they've lost writers and directors and that's that's a mystery now. A lot of the next phase I would say 80% of it has kind of gone into a mystery. They've let Mm -hmm. go a lot of those films and projects. Do you think that once they started this whole phase stuff, it was kind of like the beginning of the kind of end because they kind of set themselves up to be like, okay, we've got these containers. We've got these phases. We need to fill them up in this time frame. Mm -hmm. What are yeah. we going to do? For the for 10 years. It worked for like the, the OG 10 years of Marvel. We had like phase one, phase two, and each phase there was a reason for it. And it introduced a new chapter of the Thanos saga and everything. But after that, they should have stopped, man. I kind At of felt like... Of yeah. I kind of yeah. felt like it was sort of an afterthought because they were kind of just doing... They were kind of going at their own pace in a way. They had Iron Man for Captain America... And they would, mm-hmm. and a couple of little side bits, chuck them out, do an Avengers film. Chuck a few more out, do an Avengers film. Mm-hmm. And because they've obviously got to get bigger and bigger, I feel like it, it just kind of set themselves up, you know? Yeah. yeah. They they would have had to at that point, you know. They're, they're competing against themselves mm-hmm. of what they have done versus what they should be and i think Fraser instead of being creatively free creatively free you know yeah they they weren't moving at their own pace now they're now doing it to hit a quota a time frame and a phase to figure yeah. it out because you know all, all the first phases of the thanos saga is like saying each film is a comic book or, or you know or, or an episode if you will and every phase is a season Mm-hmm. And when they're spaced out correctly, yeah, every, you know, you you enjoy particular phases and seasons more than others, and particular episodes more than others. But they all work. And then they're yeah. like, right, let's just do it all over again. I'm like, oh my god, just yeah, that's that was the wrong. mistake. Like when yeah. um when the Walking Dead had their 100th episode, they done like this big special, and I remember watching it, and he was like, you know, it's not about the next season because it was 100 episodes and it was starting the new season. It's like, it's not about the new season. It's about the next 100 episodes. And I'll be honest, my brain literally went, nah. And I just stopped watching because he said that. And I think that's exactly what Marvel have done by going, this is what we've got planned. I feel like investors were like, that's going to cost a lot. So I think a lot of money was probably starting to get a little bit pulled back from that. And I think a lot of viewers were just like, 
this is overkill. Give mm-hmm. us our end game. I feel like they should have done the Spider-Man story to keep us, you know, one a year. They could have done one film a year just to keep Marvel in the picture, but keep people itching for that story. Yeah. But instead they just went, yeah, but here's a load of B stuff like that you can just keep watching. And every now and then they drop yeah. something like Guardians every like three years, yeah. <laughs> like you know. But it, they, yeah, they've just fizzled themselves out, and they, they're still trying to bang, and it ain't it ain't mm-hmm. hitting anymore. Because you could take breaks between seasons. Yeah, Marvel yeah, just yeah, didn't exactly, want yeah. to. Yeah, they, they, just, they, yeah. they literally had no intention of stopping after Endgame. I think it was like a, what, a year later we got the Spider Man stuff, and then like a couple of months after the Spider Man stuff, we got sped like Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. It just didn't stop. It, it just up, didn't stop. They kept yeah. going and kept going. They kept trying to develop and develop and develop. And most of like the OG fan base, like us lot, we stopped giving a shit after mm-hmm. Endgame. It was like, okay, you're gonna do doing all this new stuff. It's cool. But did any of us really actually give a shit about what they were doing next after that? I didn't. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. Don't get me wrong. But I, I don't really care. It's just mm. nice visuals at, that, at the moment. Yeah. And that was yeah. kind of all it is. And they should have stopped. They should have stopped. I yeah. guess that because of, of like legal stuff and actors, got contracts, or yeah, whatever it is on the side that made them carry on doing what they were doing. It, I think it's just kind of backfired and blown up in their faces now, man. Yeah. Yeah. Especially where COVID affected the quality of a couple of things as well. Yeah. It's, yeah. 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 It's just no, think, nothing added up and they just kept at I, it. I think COVID worked in their favor, man, because they went. That's where Disney Plus was synchronized to let of to release One Division and Loki, and that was like okay, Marvel on your TV screen. People like people really financially crazy. Yeah, financially, I think they absolutely smashed it by doing that during lockdown. But yeah, creatively, they lost a lot of respect. You know what I mean? Like you used to go into a Marvel project knowing you were going to enjoy it, even if it weren't the best. You'd know you enjoy it. Now you hope you'll enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, and they're losing yeah. us, you know, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, because one one division could have could have been better. It trailed off towards the end, and that was because of COVID. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like not want to watch like, that again. You no. want to give me Disney Disney Plus Marvel shows at home, and you want to give me a What If? Perfect. That's the best yeah. place to put it. Put it in my home. I don't want to go to cinema to watch What If. I love watching it um, on my TV and. The Loki stuff, I mean, you could have done WandaVision in, in a good film. You could have done Loki as a cinema film. You know, it didn't necessarily need to be Backed up. at home. Mm. So I don't know. There, there is that. There, I think there is a place for it. But again, it just still comes down to that for me of, I don't care, home or cinema. Don't mm-hmm. oversaturate. Don't, don't overdo it. Yeah. That's I do thing. think Disney is leading the way um, away from cinemas. Because I think they were leading cinema for so long. Now that they're actually starting to fail in the cinema, I think cinemas are just going to start dying. Because people mm-hmm. are just going to get it on Disney a couple months later anyway. Most of their yeah. stuff is going to be coming out in TV <laughs> shows, like free, like, you know, on a monthly subscription. I feel like, yeah, cinema is going to die because of this. It's going to be a yeah. big reason. But to be honest with you, I hope the cinemas go back to what it was in our childhood, in our teenage time. Of You just went to a cinema and just watched a film. Would be nice. It wasn't. Times it wasn't change, a seat. Yeah. Listen, but I went last year. This like just something random. I went and watched. Uh, I booked the film for Three Musketeers for for me and Tanya's anniversary. I thought, yeah, I love the Musketeers. Walked in. I went into 
what's the cinema that you can sit down in? Every man cinema. Like the sofa, like, no, I know it sounds like stupid. Every single but... cinema you can sit <laughs> it's down in. You can sit down in. Or stand. It's but, only, the, only the men can sit down. Only the men can sit down. <laughs> the women all just stand there. <laughs> <laughs> just stand there, just put their hand on your shoulder like a Victorian pose, like, this is my man. <laughs> but uh, no, we went every man cinema, right? And I sat down and the film started and it was fucking French because it's a French film and they had English subtitles and I was like, oh no. Was, <laughs> I didn't think this through, but I tell you something, it was a fucking awesome film, man. It was an awesome film. I'm going to watch <laughs> number two. This like, It was such a random film to watch. And I thought, I enjoy that randomness sometimes. It's just giving a film a chance mm, without yeah. all of these strings attached to it. Yeah. I, I hope cinema carries on. Huh? Yeah. yeah, it was that experience and that was it and I can move on. Cool. So let us move on to uh, <laughs> the new trailers. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> the, Segway. The... Oh, what did yeah. you guys think of the What <laughs> Season 2 trailer? It was I was good. confused. I haven't watched any breakdowns for it. Have, have same, you guys? Same. No, no, I've not watched any breakdowns. There's a couple of like unfamiliar characters no. I saw in there. Um, well, just one really, but um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be interesting. They're selling it with the whole Christ- for the Christmas vibe, right? I've, I've been looking forward to a season two for What If for a very, very long time because the What yeah, If yeah. stories are fucking amazing. Like the twists that they throw and the little random scenarios, and exactly what I want to see in Loki. They do it in What If. I yeah. love seeing it. Yeah. So I'm like, hands fully down. Fully one of the best things I've ever seen is Doctor Strange episode in What If. That is an amazing episode. Uh, what one episode. is that? Doctor Strange episode, like the darkest episode. Oh, the of dark what one. If. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what yeah, if yeah. Doctor Strange lost his heart? Yeah, instead of his hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was, was a good one. Episode. That was awesome. And he, yeah. he appeared in the second trailer, so it's kind of tying the the connection of season one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah. that there is kind of like a story arc that goes on for like three of the episodes or so. That, yeah, you know, they kind of, inter- yeah, they connect them a little bit. But yeah, it's just nice to have that. Like, I think that's the best way to use the multiverse. Like, what if really capitalize on, yeah, but, you know, in the multiverse, what if? And it's just nice. Like, everyone's sitting yeah. there going, like having these talks about it. And, you know, we could sit there for hours on end just talking about, you know, what if, uh, Black Panther was the one to go to space and stuff like that. You know, we'd have hours yeah. of conversations like that. It's nice to just be able to sit down and watch a 25 minute episode that they've come up with. Like, that's mm-hmm. the best way to yeah. capitalize on it. Yeah. And I think, have, yeah, what if it's great? Have fun, man. Have fun. Yeah. Definitely. They're doing it as um, like a different sort of thing. So it's not once a week or all in one go. It's December 22nd release date. Once least. a day. And one a day. It's one a day. One oh, a day. December but for nine 29th. days. I think yeah, something yeah. like that. But it's that's that going to be a strange a experience. I doubt I'll watch one a day, but it's a really strange experience to have. And I, I think that'll be kind of cool. Again, it's fun. Who cares? Yeah, it's, it's just an think, animated show. Yeah, I think I'll watch. I'll watch one every single day probably. Because it'll be like an advent calendar, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think I will. Yeah, that's cute. I like that. <laughs> so what what did we see in the trailer? Um, there was a kid that they were going after. I, I think that's no Star Lord. You think that's Star Lord? I think that's oh, Star Lord. Yeah. Ego. With the superpower. Yeah, and he was like, hey, this kid doesn't look that that dangerous after all, and got the the eyes and everything. I think it's supposed to be Star Lord. I could be wrong. Okay. I remember yeah. seeing something. I can't think of anyone else it would be. be. I can't actually remember like 
it was so much. So much happens in one little there short clip. A lot. <laughs> I think we saw the um we saw Iron Man on Sakaar with um Yeah. Oh the uh, race Gamora. Yeah, Gamora, I think which was the yeah. cancelled episode from season one of his yeah. introduction. Okay. Yeah, so I wonder I wonder if we'll we'll notice like this this kind of seems like it should be in season one. <laughs> we get Killmonger back. Which was the main one of the main baddies mm-hmm. of Ultron in season one. So it looks yeah. like his character might be returning. Yeah, I kind of like like with season one. Obviously, it kind of culminated to like a uh, a multiversal yeah. Avengers kind of coming together yeah, against Ultron, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe it's gonna maybe they're gonna do the same thing like with this season and maybe each season it kind of it's gonna culminate towards something, and the Watcher has to bring them together. Yeah, who was it who was standing with the Watcher at the end of season one? Captain America, but uh, the Captain Carter. Captain, Captain Carter. Carter, right? Yeah, that, yeah I yeah. found that really strange. I was like, is that an indication of something? Why is she part of that animation of turning towards? Unless they, they've just copied it out of an episode. But I'm like, that's weird, right? Mm. That they used her out of everyone. Why just her? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Point. Interesting. Uh, there's like a Native American looking character that they kept showing, like she's going to be the really one important. Who drops in water, right? And, and they kind of gave like Avatar. She just had the Avatar, yeah, 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 yeah. And then Doctor Strange comes down. And he's like, "I've been looking for you for a very long time." I think it was Hoenor or something like that. Maybe that's Hoenor. supposed to be the the ancient one or something. Maybe oh oh. Either way, very, very excited. Mm-hmm. It does look should be awesome. Amazing, yeah. It's going to be fun because there shouldn't be too much pressure in this. It's not trying to carry something like that's connected to everything else. It's something self-contained within its mm-hmm. own two seasons. Yeah, if you don't like one, it's fine. There's a, there'll be a completely yeah. different one next week. Yeah, there was a really today. cool looking scene where uh, I think Odin was walking towards two people and just kind of like yes. him away. Who was who was yeah. it? And it looks oh, like yeah. he had the um it looks like he had the the rings, the, oh, yeah. the Mandarin rings. Mm-hmm. Or he's fighting against Henry. it or he's fighting with it. Of like what happened yeah. to Odin. Because Odin is meant to be quite a big bad guy back in the day with Hela. And Hela's, I think, the big baddie of this one or looking like that, right? Yeah. Like it kind I of think framed her because, as yeah. the big bad. That could be kind of cool. I mean, yeah, December twenty second, we'll find out, I guess. But it does, yeah, look like it's going to be a yeah, cool. very, very good watch for sure. I was going to say so they're probably going to have a Christmas episode that lands on Christmas Day. Yeah, that's cool. That's why I think you're going to see Tony Stark with the Santa Claus outfit. I think that episode is going to drop on Christmas Day. What if Tony was Santa? I can see the thumbnail now, and it's him with like a fake beard. Is pulling it off yeah. on the phone. <laughs> He's got the suit on. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and and Happy's doing like a Die Hard. Yeah, I was I was gonna say, um, can you can you guys imagine like instead of the live action MCU that we've had, imagine if it was all animated? Like, what if is? Do you think it would be as good or better? I think it'd be better. I think it'd be better. Mm. I I still stand stand by it. I stand by it. Like there is things in animation that you can do that you can just not do, 
with real actors and it just looks janky and weird with all these special effects and everything mm-hmm. animation you can do anything you like and as long as you can make it look pretty cool and make it fit it will it, people will buy it yeah yeah i think i think, and... I think the most unbelievable thing that Marvel has done live action that was believable was the whole thing with Thanos. Like Infinity War, him using the stones and his just CGI build was very... It it never took me out of the film. So I think there is a bit of truth to what Rikesh says, but I'm going to reflect it onto uh, something that Charlie's always said to me or us, and I always will will believe on that, is if DC done purely animated films, they would have smashed it. They would have made their own niche in the cinema world because their animated films are some of the best in terms of superheroes and mm-hmm. you take someone like superman or batman looks fucking amazing animated so i think there's truth to what all you're saying i'm just randomly re reshaping it into dc well, you hear that dc <laughs> I completely agree I completely agree <laughs> yeah i think it would have it, it, because it was not just the storytelling and the acting and everything Animation can obviously do a lot more, but I think up to the up to end game, we had so many like revolutionary things coming in at the same time, and so I, I feel like you wouldn't have got the hype from animated like from an animated version. You would have got, you know, more of a, a silver screen experience. So I think it being a live action the whole way through, I think it gave it more gravitas because it was also groundbreaking outside of itself. Like yeah. getting Spider Man back and stuff like that. True. That was all like a hype, and there was That's loads true. of other things, you know, just Iron Man breaking true, that yeah. superhero barrier of being good, like being a yeah. good film. It makes sense. So, yeah, yeah, I think there was more gravitas behind it because it was live action. But I think from now on, I'd be quite happy watching it animated. <laughs> yeah, they just bit. slowly transitioned and pushed yeah. out the, the live yeah. action stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that makes sense. Because as well, like all the films were kind of set at the same time as they released up until Endgame where it jumps five years ahead. So it kind yeah. of makes it more relevant in that way. Yeah. And more mm. impactful at that point. Yeah, definitely. That's fair. Yeah. So but... before we go to the next thing, what scenario would you like to see in What If? If you had like any kind of thing you'd like to see Ooh. them do in what if what situation would you like to see very good question let's um let's cut to a new room and then answer it we thought, okay first are we going for an ad break we ad are break. going for an ad break ad break too many ad breaks ad break <laughs> time slipping a temporal phenomenon that is an inconvenience at best Ah, yes! Finally made it to the front of the queue! Ah, not again. And at its worst, life-threatening. Happy birthday to you! Hey, come on, blow out your candles, Timmy! Timmy? Timmy? Oh my god! Where am I? They're gonna get me! Oh my god! That's why we at the TVA have opened a time-slipping helpline to give you the advice you need to manage these time travel shenanigans. Time-slipping helpline, how may I help you? Hi, 
I uh, keep time slipping into my previous relationships. Um, I'm just letting you know, if I have to see my ex-wife again, I'm gonna lose it. Ah, yes, a very common problem. We suggest that we send one of our operatives to prune you from your timeline, and that should sort the issue out. Prune? What does that mean? It's okay, it's a very simple and relaxing method of completely erasing you from the timeline. Erase me? Couldn't you just do that to my ex-wives? Otherwise, the time slipping is fine. Um, uh, well, one of our operatives will discuss this with you on arrival. Thank you for calling! Please help me. I keep disappearing and reappearing in these places that I've never seen before, and it feels like I'm being ripped to shreds each and every time. Ah, a common side effect. We can help you better understand your time slipping and get these symptoms under control. <laughs> Please, that would be amazing. You must try to remember that this is not a science problem, but a fiction problem. <gasps> okay. And that all science is fiction before it is fact. Fiction before it is fact. Wait, what the... But that doesn't make any sense! Exactly! Thank you for calling! So if your time slipping is getting out of hand, give us a call today on 0800 God Loki. That's 0800 God Loki. The TVA, here to help for all time, always. <laughs> it's okay, little Timmy variant. We have you now. Don't worry. Don't worry, Timmy. Don't worry, Timmy. We'll get you home. We've got you now. And we're back. What an ad break. What an ad break. 10 out of 10. Really, really great ad. Really great ad. It just gets, it just gets better and better. Wine. Yeah. We'll just get better over time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, then if you had any choice, Marvel came to you and was like, hey guys, we need some ideas. Give us an idea of what you would like to see in the next What If series. What is your pitch? You know what? We had so long to think about it. I've still got nothing. <laughs> so much has happened. Yeah. Uh, what if Steve Rogers was captured by Hydra instead of Bucky? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hey, yeah. That's what they're that's actually going to do in the next in the in the next season. I'm pretty sure. It's um exactly. Steve getting captured by Hydra. I think. <laughs> Is that actually? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Really original so. phrase. Oh, damn. I saw the <laughs> script, you see. Best buds with Kevin Feige on the side. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, there's... Because there was obviously that whole comic book thing where um, apparently he was Hydra all along, like a sleeper agent type thing. Yeah, Hydra. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know how they played that out. But... If I had to pick... a scenario it would be what if steve rogers again was captured by the symbiote suit by the by the venom or the the carnage symbiote suit i think that would be a good good guy like steve rogers and then the symbiotes combined i think that could be fucking ridiculous that would be that would be heavy that would be like that would be awesome i would like Mm. to see that that's cool. 
Yeah, that's a cool one. I don't think they'll ever do it, but that would, that would be amazing. To I see. think there must be a comic book out there. One of my ideas so. was similar of Wolverine with the symbiote suit, but I know that's been done. But I don't know if this would count, but I would love like the introduction of like maybe one or two DC characters in Marvel and see how they view Marvel superheroes. Like I would love to see someone like like a Batman, just one Batman in the Marvel universe and just see how he would analyze everyone's weaknesses and want to figure out how to work with them or defeat them. I would love to see that type of character because there's no one other like other than a Batman that really has those traits than just being yeah. a, super, a super good superhero. Mm. Iron Man could definitely, like Tony Stark could definitely be that character. Good. He's the 100. He could He's be the that. equivalent, yeah. Oh, okay. What if Tony Stark lost his parents, but like Bruce Wayne did? Okay, that's good. Like that's a different a ori- origin story with that mm-hmm. mind. Yeah. Copyrighted, copyrighted. Dark, mysterious. It's kind of like that, that whole reveal in Civil War, which actually really got me, by the way. <laughs> But you know, like he gets, he sees the tape, and it's like, what? yeah, it was that guy standing right next to me who done, who done it. Like yeah, it's, it's, it both but sides. It, make it happens. He's in the car sense. as well. Because mm. yeah. yeah. they, they kill off the super soldiers, that fight is out the window. It's not a civil war because of politics. It's like he was brainwashed. He killed my mom, and it's like I get both of you. You're both right. Yeah, yeah. fucking go for it, man. Oh, yeah. goosebumps! Goosebumps! So well done, so well done. Yeah, that would be yeah. that'd be cool. He killed my mom. Imagine a, his his Iron Man suit is just like a black suit. Oh, that'd be sick. with a cape. <laughs> no capes. <laughs> no no capes. What did you guys think uh, to jump then of the Madam Web trailer? In, in association with Marvel, obviously, I it's think a Sony that's going to be. I think that's going to be good. Like, I f- I feel like with <laughs> the multiverse stuff, and with them not being so tied to the MCU, they get so much more creative freedom. And mm. with their Sony products, apart from Morbius, they're kind of they they're, they're kind of hitting the the bar. Like, they can't really they well. They could, but they're really doing well with Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man products. I think Spider-Man yeah. is carrying the whole yeah cinematic Sony thing for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing connected to it. Like the Venom stuff never sold to me. Mobius was mm. a giant flop. Only things I think only things that are when Marvel and Sony work together does it kind of work out well. But when it's just like Sony I going, mean, we own Mobius, we can do whatever we want with it. I'm like. Eh. Hmm. I have not heard yeah. anything about Mobius, which kind of tells me everything I need to know about Mobius. The fact that I've not heard anyone <laughs> say anything about it tells me that it's pretty shit. Oh man, I don't know if, if you I've... ever listen to any podcast video. It, the Mobius thing was like shredded to bit. They took the piss out of that book to the exactly. point where they done Jared Leto himself done a meme of him reading Mobius two script and being like, hell yeah, like sort of Deadpool two Ryan Reynolds. With the green light, like they, they that's a bit desperate. And what made me laugh was the film was so bad and it was so highly tweeted and and social media and the stats were so high that they're kind of assuming that the studio behind it or Sony kind of heard about it. They were like, "We must be really popular. We're trending." So they re-released 
Mopius one, like yeah. six months later in the cinemas again, and it bombed twice. <laughs> oh. Oh. What? Yeah, they re-released it again because oh, they were like, right. "We're trending God. because you're that bad, bro." I hope somebody so lost their job. Oh, Jesus! But yeah, no, so, Madam yeah. Madam Web looks like it's going to be entertaining. A little bit like timey wimey kind of. You know, you got. It's got that Groundhog Day vibe. Keep repeating the same thing until you get it right. Yeah. yeah. You've got like an like, evil uh, Spider-Man. That yeah. Cool. Going after Spider-Women. Cool. Yeah. It's got like... It, the trailer looked yeah. very gritty. You know, it looked very like... OG Marvel. Like, they don't really kind of give a fuck. It's like, it's dark. It's going to be a lot of scenes that you're not going to want to show your kids kind of things. It looks like it it. Hopefully. Mom, what's Spider-Man I, doing? I, no! I hope it does that kind of thing too. Because I think it, that's what it's kind of needed. It needs like a, a fresh lick of paint, something different that they haven't tried before. And I think like a, a dark Spider-Man is is a a very good starting point to that. But yeah. we'll see. The trailer does look sick though. I did like the trailer. Wasn't <laughs> any anyone else thrown off that? Obviously, from the nineties, kind of the image of Madame Web is some old woman on a throne, like like some woman that's just way beyond her years. And I'm seeing this young woman. I'm like, okay, it looks cool, but is that Madame Web? That's the one I imagine from like the the old Spider Man cartoon in it. Cartoon, yeah, that's Stan Lee's wife. You know that that voice is her. Stan Lee's wife. Oh wow! Yeah, in the cartoon. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Keep it in the family. She connects all the Spider Mans. I think like what Marvel usually do as the comics go on, I think they have redesigned and redeveloped her. So I think that's where that design is coming from. A more most likely yeah. contemporary Madam Web. Yeah. What's like a whole origin story. And then she'll eventually yeah. go blind and old two or three movies down the line. Does she go blind? Was she blind? She's, she's she's born she was blind, blind yeah. Actual Madam Web is is born blind, yeah. Oh, she's got like that thing over her, the bandage over her eyes. I always remember her with like red glasses on or something, like almost like Cyclops style. Like I didn't think she couldn't see. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure she's blind. So if hold on, if they introduce her as Madam Web, and at the end of this film or her films, they put her at the center of this Spider Verse, then would that somehow inadvertently connect to the Spider Verse movies? You mean possibly? What well, was Spider Verse and stuff across the Spider? Yeah, because it's like they talk about the verse, which we really need to you talk about that. Film. There was a scene in the yeah, in do. the first uh, Into the Spider Verse where um, remember when Miles first goes back to Peter's house or Aunt May's house, and he goes yeah. into the shed and he like he, he's gonna set himself up with the actual his yeah. own suit, yeah. and, and she looks down like. There. She is sat there with the tea yeah. in her hand and the screens and everything behind her, bro. That's Madam Web. I yeah. I I cannot that that has to be Madam Web or like a variant of Madam Web. Yeah, big Madam so Web. They vibes. have to link in some kind of way. I'm I. It would fucking, be awesome if they'd done Art May as one of the variants. Of Madam Web. That would work so well. That would be that fucking would be amazing. That would be sick. And they Obviously. do take that from the Spider Verse movies, right? The whole glitching yeah. thing they use that in yeah. Loki season two. That same mm. sort of aesthetic and and logic behind it. Let's hope, man. Let me. I know we're jumping back, but I had a theory, right? When 
Loki, when the loop the loom first explodes and he's like like kind of randomly jumping and he's seeing all his friends, but they're in their original timeline as their original people. They don't have no memory of the TVA. Mm-hmm. When he jumps to Sylvie, she remembers everything. And I'm like, is that because she her timeline is destroyed? So she's a woman out of her own branch. She's like, of course I know who you are. And it's like, oh, thank God. Like, Let's go for a drink. And they discuss everything about the TVA. She's the only one out of the group that remembers. But I just thought it's because her branch is dead. So I she think can't get a, a reset. It, it, it very well could be that. I thought it was because she's a Loki. Possibly. It doesn't really explain it. It doesn't no. need to. But that was one one little moment. I was like, huh, that's kind of a bit strange. I remember that throwing me off a bit as well. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, don't know. I mean, she, but, she did go and set up there with her memories before, so maybe she returned to the point of time where she had done that. Do you know what maybe. I mean? She already continued it a little bit with her memories, and so she still had a she still had a temp pad as well, which the TV at that point technically didn't, yeah. didn't, didn't exist. So I'm like, okay, you're a woman out of your own time, so you're kind of like the other yeah. Loki, still your, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Point. Yeah, because she yeah she got pruned in her timeline as a kid, right? Or she got taken from her timeline as a kid. Yeah, and so no, she, she grew up in the TVA. No, she or grew up running away from the TVA. Yeah, she grew up in a po- apocalyptic worlds because the TVA yeah couldn't never find went that. to yeah because they never went to prune those timelines. They're like, oh, it's a, it's a variant timeline. Well, it's going to die anyway, so they never went yeah. to check. So she knew there was always that pocket of time she could live in. So yeah, she to, to be an adult and return to her timeline, it would have been a timeline that she just went to to work in a Burger King or whatever the fuck it was. That McDonald's like, so stuff was really weird though, because when they first go to that McDonald's, they really avoid showing McDonald's, and then by the end of the season, they're like, "It's McDonald's." McDonald's. Yeah, like I'm like, okay, yeah. did you finally get the, you know, the money for it? The it licensing agreements and everything yeah. that was a bit weird. I think that kind of betrays a Loki the fact that she went and worked in the McDonald's. I think I know that she just wanted a normal life, but I still think she would have thrived a little bit. You know, she would have gone for something more. She's a Loki. Yeah. You know, she she would have wanted some kind of power, like being a fucking chippy or you know, a till person. It's just bollocks. Yeah. Get your chips. Get your fucking chips. Loki's here. Yeah, it was a weird <laughs> choice. Either that yeah. or McDonald's has dropped them a fuckload of money and they're like oh we have to do this in McDonald's now we don't really have a choice which they is why it seemed like she line. basically lived in McDonald's <laughs> that was that was her setting that and then the LP store at the end which was actually quite a cool when everything LP kind of store just... was fucking amazing that, yeah, was, that was cool fun, where yeah. everything meshed away yeah, that was cool. that's that guy I give him his cheese man he started to run for her he was like Sylvie I'm like is he in love with her is he trying to save her what's happening here he's the one regular <laughs> the one my customer no <laughs> I yeah. think so I was just reading some stuff so when all of the TVA guys were taken from their timelines they obviously had their memories altered or erased yep. so when they were sent back they got their original memories Yeah, but that never happened to Sylvie yeah True. So her memories were never wiped. They were never altered. Her original timeline was already pruned. No, she just wasn't taken the same way. 
they were they had their memories wiped so that they could work at the TVA. She was just captured by the TVA, same as Loki, other Loki. Yeah, like, you know, they didn't, that, they didn't that wipe also his makes sense. Yeah, even if you go back, so for example, with the TVA employees, if you took Mobius and said, right, his memory got wiped a hundred years ago, and you go to a hundred and one years in the past, he doesn't know about the TVA. If you go a hundred years back for Sylvie, she never had a memory wipe. She's always going to remember what she remembers. Yeah. at that time uh, sort of thing mm-hmm. i don't know but no it, it, it all makes sense i don't think it's necessary and i don't that it was so obvious because she's like you know obviously even loki's like oh my god you, you remember so i'm like they must have their own logic and reasoning behind it they just didn't need to explain it mm-hmm. yeah probably yeah another thing that i wondered with loki having spent centuries trying to f- fix that loom i wondered if that actually counts as time passed for him and because of that because you like it must have taken a lot of power for him to control those timelines so i was wondering if that's why he was as strong as he was because his guardians get stronger over time i think so yeah true that is actually really true actually yeah until the centuries until the centuries later little cutaway bit you never really had a hint of why he would be able to wield that much power. But I think mm. that happening allowed you to go, He's yeah, he's literally been trying to solve this issue for hundreds of years now. <laughs> so he's probably thought about, I've, I think I can do, I can grab the timelines at some point and figured this out. Very light to it, yeah. That's a really good point. Actually, and he does yeah, seem as, as Guardians to... Um... Yeah, they do, yeah. yeah. They get more powerful with time. If if we're chucking it back to to Loki, can I just say, um, Mobius was probably one of my favorite characters throughout the whole show. Yeah, yeah. and he finally he was. That was my other moment. I loved the man when I when I saw him on a jet ski. I just clapped. <laughs> I was like, finally, he's not on the water, but yeah. he finally got it, man. <laughs> yeah. And he's trying to he's trying to sell it to B fifteen in Obi's lab when they don't really know each other. It's like, yeah. he's a fucking great salesman, though. He's like, you, you ever get on the water? Like, I live in the city. Is there a river? Not really. Well, what about a pond? Just get in the pond and just it's rip crazy, it up. This guy will sell this shit no matter what. He's yeah, just he's such a, a genuine was... character. Yeah, he was a solid character. Yeah. I love how blase he was when they were like, "Yeah, it will literally rip your skin off." And he's like, "Cool." <laughs> okay. Right, skin on the skin. Yes, skin. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> I like it when um, when they're looking at the little figurine, and, and the, him and Loki's like, "Yeah, that's that's definitely a Mobius figurine." He's like, "No, it doesn't. It looks more like you. You're gonna get in the suit." He's like, "No, no, no, no. Trust me, it's a Mobius thing." <laughs> Yeah, no. Mobius was one of my favorite characters throughout the show. He was, um, I think, for a very established actor, he done very well because I believed him yeah. as a character. I didn't see. I I never once looked at him and went, "Wow!" Like I didn't <laughs> yeah. have that joke in my head. I was just more like Mobius. <laughs> Bless him, you know, Loki's friend. I believe him. Yeah, yeah like his his yeah, whole solid. character even like rubs off on Loki. Yeah, like yeah. he's he's yeah. the one that really brings him around, really. Yeah, he he's like simple him. but genius, you know what I mean, in his own right. Yeah, he kind of plodges along, but at the same time, he's like quite relevant, <laughs> he knows what's going on there. Yeah, he is sort good... of the the Watson to the Sherlock in, in yeah. this scenario. Yeah, good way of putting it. When Sylvie ripped him for wanting pie <laughs> at the uh, <laughs> while, they, while they were fixing the loop, yeah. I was like, just let the man go. 
<laughs> eat some pie. <laughs> what else are you going to do? Else, what else can you do? Sylvia yeah, was a bit of an existential level. A bit of an annoying character this season, Sylvia was. Mm. I think Sylvia she was, was less very... annoying last season. Last yeah, season, yeah, she annoyed me. No, I think she, she was a bit more last season. One. Yeah. Like, her drive was just like, oh, I hate it when characters just can't be reasoned with. Like, you know what I mean? It yeah. just kind of really annoys yeah. me. And they just keep being really dumb because they're blocking it out. And it's like, no, this character is literally telling you, you know, yeah, I found her this season. At least she kind of came around and understood what was going on and became yeah. part of the team. But you could really see that. And they played into that when Loki was going back to that time period. It's like, you're going to have to kill me. You're going to have to kill like her unreasonableness. Whereas mm-hmm. now... She might not agree with you, but she's more likely to sit down and have a conversation with you. And kind of, as she says in the bar, like, well, then we're both fucking selfish. We both yeah. fucked up. And we now have to accept it. And I'm like, okay, cool. This Sylvie's at least trying more. Mm. Yeah, but it took her, what, the entire season to finally come around to it. The first four or five episodes, she was just like, yeah, she was everything. Like, she was like the blocking. Yeah. I guess you need it as part of the story to have it kind of developed that way but um yeah for most of the season she was just there presenting roadblocks just for the fucking sake of presenting a roadblock there was yeah. no real purpose to it yeah. she was just being stubborn and it was kind of annoying after a while but um yeah that's that i think that's contributes to why i think the the season dragged a little for me in like those episodes with, with Renslayer as well like they were just kind of blockers and you just kind of like yeah. you know what they need. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But they're just getting it's it's just getting dragged out a little bit because of these characters. Yeah. But yeah, no, enjoyed it as a whole, and uh, looking forward to what if. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Deadpool. I think that's the only thing we've got to look forward to. Are you guys going to see the Marvels? <laughs> no. Nah. I wait for it on Disney. I will watch it when it comes out on Disney. Yeah. Well, Disney, cause... fine. You know, I'll give it a and go. I shall and I shall wait for Charlie to watch it to tell me about it, and then I'll see how <laughs> I feel. <laughs> yeah, I'm not expecting anything great. It's a shame. It is a shame, but mm. you know, yeah. yeah, it's a real shame, real shame. All right, so I think we should wrap it up there. Yeah, boys. Thank you, everyone who's been listening today, Marvel fans. Let's keep let's keep hope, shall we? <laughs> Keep it positive. Let's keep the faith. Let's uh, let's just watch what if over Christmas and uh, <laughs> have a wonderful time. Yeah, have a wonderful yeah. time. Na, 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 what if? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I've been your host Fraser. Your boy Charlie. Boy Rick. And the man, sir. I'm not a princess. I just act like a princess.